0: The tour content from now through Pesach has been sponsored by the Kofsky family in loving memory of Adira, who loved big ideas and asking big questions. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneweis, and this is the Stoic Jew podcast, where we explore the relationship between Judaism and Stoicism. Today's reading is from Marcus Aurelius' Meditations, Book 5, Chapter 16. Aurelius writes, Such as are your habitual thoughts, such also will be the character of your mind. For the soul is dyed by the thoughts. Diet then with a continuous series of thoughts such as these. As the title indicates, I am writing this because I have just reached, as of Shabbos, my 365th day of gratitude, of gratitude journal to be specific. I started uh, last summer the gratitude accountability experiment. Uh, back then it was it was an experiment because I didn't know how long it would go, and I have kept it up every day for a full year. And I'm very grateful for that. Um, so quick recap uh, for those who are not familiar. This was an idea proposed by my friend and Khavrusa Levy, who got it from a Tara Brach lecture. And the practice involves writing an email to your gratitude accountability buddy, in this case, Levy for me. And the email contains five items, three things that you're grateful for one moment of savoring and one act of kindness. And this could be, you could write at any length, Uh, it could be a sentence, it could be a paragraph, uh, it could be more. And the idea is that you just commit to doing this and that you have accountability by another person so that you're actually writing to somebody instead of just reflecting on it in your head. And uh, the idea, well, I've talked about the idea many times in uh, in the previous podcast. But the idea is that this is how you cultivate the three qualities of gratitude and uh, appreciation. Uh, that's the savoring, and then the uh, and kindness. So every time I've made an update, I think I made three updates. I made one at 100 days, one at 225 days, and most recently one at 300 days. I like to focus on what I've noticed has been the change as a result of this practice. And really, this has, you know, I've done a lot, I've dabbled in a lot of mindfulness practices for uh, over the last, I guess, year and a half, um, some of which have stuck, many of which have evolved, some of which have been dropped. This is the only one that I've done consistently every day for a year. Uh, and I'm i am very happy about that. Um, and the way that I reflect, uh, my reflection for today in terms of the, the change that this has uh i guess uh inculcated in me is uh there's a phrase that Tara Brach uses and i'm i'm not sure if this is her phrase or if she got it from someone else it's when you make a state into a trait okay so what that means is that there are we've all experienced the state of gratitude you know when someone does something good for you and you feel grateful towards them or or just things in life happen and you, you feel a surge of gratitude. But the trick or the, the the goal, I guess, is to figure out how to make that momentary state into a permanent trait. Okay, so this is an area where there is a lot of overlap between the Stoic sages and uh, the Jewish uh sages. Uh, I'm will. i sure there are lots of citations I can give, but I'm just going to compare a quote from Epictetus to a quotation from the Rambam. Epictetus writes in the Discourses, Book 2, Chapter 18, every habit and faculty is maintained and increased by the corresponding actions, the habit of walking by walking, the habit of running by running. If you would be a good reader, read. If a writer, write. But when you shall not have read for 30 days in succession, but have done something else, you will know the consequence. In the same way, if you shall have lain down ten days, get up and attempt to make a long walk, and you will see how your legs are weakened. Generally then, if you would make anything a habit, do it. If you would not make it a habit, do not do it, but accustom yourself to do something else in place of it. So that's Epictetus. Very simple, straightforward advice. Uh, Let me just read the Rambam, and then I'll talk about both of them. So this is the Rambam in the Mishnah Torah Sefer Hamada Hilchos Deus, the Laws of Character Traits, Chapter 1, Halakha 7. He writes, uh Vakita Yargil Adam Atmo Badeos Elu Achi Kavubo. How does a person habituate himself in these character traits until they become fixed or permanent in him? Answer is Ya'ase vieshana vi shalish bemaasim sha'ose al pihadeos amtayos, vyachor behent tamid, achiihu maasehan kalin alav, vlo yehiyya behem toreh, vi kabu hadeos binafsho. He should do the actions which correspond to those middle traits uh repeat them repeat them again and keep on repeating them continually until the actions become easy to him and he doesn't find them burdensome and the traits and these traits become established in his soul so the answer is through repetition of the actions repetition of actions will instill the quality in your in your soul the the moral quality in your soul or the 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 perspective in your mind but so so the thing is is that like you know you might say well, why do you need to do something like a gratitude journal? Like we we daven, we pray three times a day, uh, and we say modim, we say a whole bracha about Thanksgiving to Hashem, and it's true. But here's the thing: is that I I can't speak for you, but for me, by the time I get to modim, <laughs> number one, I often I am not focused when I say it. You know, I can maintain focus for for the whole for the first part of Sfila. but by the time I get to modim, I'm often not focused anymore. Um, secondly, Modim is, even though that is a, a, the most direct expression of thanks to Hashem, it is not particularized. And by that, I mean that there's no, unlike the middle blessings of the, of, of, of the Shimon Esrei, of, of the main uh, prayer, where you can add in your own personalized requests, we are not permitted to add anything into the first three blessings or the last three blessings, including Modim. So there's no opportunity in our actual davening to insert personalized uh items of thanks now you can do that outside of the context of tfila by thanking god you know verbally spontaneously but that's not the same thing as doing it as a fixed habit uh like davening but uh so so there's no op- opportunity for personalized uh thanks and that makes a huge difference because the way, according to, I mean, this is uh, the premise of uh, of Mishlei, the book of Proverbs, and Shlomo HaMelech, King Solomon's whole approach, and this is expounded upon by Sa'di Go'on in his introduction to Mishle, uh, which is that the whole way to affect your emotions is to get down to the level of particularity. It's not the universals that affect, the mind can grasp universals, but it's the the emotions, the emotions are only affected by particular examples. And for me, that is the difference between the gratitude journal and the uh, and other practices of gratitude in Judaism. similarly with let's say, for example, the um uh, you know the birqamazzo, the the blessing after meals or any of the any any blessing after a meal. So for the intellect, then that's sufficient, you know, to thank God verbally for the um, for what you just ate and and it can affect the emotions by you know because you're you're verbalizing it. but there's a different backdrop, I would describe it as a, uh, of gratitude that can only really be cultivated by, by being thankful for particular things on a regular basis. And that's really what the gratitude journal has done for me. And I would say, first of all, let me just give a precedent for this. Uh, I mean, I, uh, uh, in case you don't find the uh, above precedent, but I was thinking of a uh, a commentary of the Ibn Ezra on Devarim thirty fourteen 14, Deuteronomy 30, 14, uh, that's that's talking about the Torah, and it says, hadavar uh, for the matter is exceedingly close to you in your mouth and in your heart to do it. And Ibn Ezra writes, in your mouth and in your heart, ikarim, sorry, ikaram halev that all of the mitzvos, the root of all the mitzvos, is in the heart. Some of them, some mitzvos, involve a verbalization to strengthen uh, the heart, that which is in the heart. And then other mitzvos involve an action that will prompt the verbalization, which in turn will prompt the strengthening in the heart. So in other words, even though the goal is to cultivate these qualities of, of your heart, there are certain things that it's enough to just think about them, certain things uh, where in order to think about them, you verbalize what you're thinking. So, for example, uh, saying Kiddush, you know, Shabb- the purpose of of Shabbos is to remember uh, the creation and the exodus from Egypt. Uh, and the mitzvah of Kiddush is the purpose of Kiddush uh, is to verbalize the sanctity of Shabbos and, and to praise God for that. And then there's an action, the actions that we do for kiddush, for example, uh, pouring a uh, a glass of of wine and reciting kiddush over wine, and then drinking the wine. That further strengthens the verbalization, which in turn strengthens uh, what's in the heart. And there are many examples of this in the mitzvot. So getting back to what I was saying earlier, that uh, I think the the what has made this this gratitude accountability experiment so powerful is the fact that. Number one, it's a regular thing, but number two, it is a uh, a task that I have to do uh, in action and in verbalization. Now, I don't verbalize it, I write it out, but it's, a, it's something that I actually have to take the time to sit down and write and express it in words on a particular level. And I think that that has been what has allowed me to take these states of gratitude or states of appreciation or states of chesed, of kindness, and begin to convert them into traits. And I I certainly feel I can, you know, I'm not a perfected individual, but I certainly can testify to the fact that my, uh, I have become a more grateful person. I have become a person who enjoys uh, and appreciates life more. And I think I have also become a person who is uh, kinder, who has who has developed the trait of of chesed uh, to a greater extent than I used to before, and I think it's all because of this uh, gratitude experiment. Uh, and uh, I already thanked him personally, but I will publicly thank Levi uh, and Tara Brach for suggesting this and uh, and for participating uh, with me in this. If you are interested in becoming a more grateful person, or a person who appreciates life more, or a person who is kinder, or all of the above, I highly, highly recommend that you try this. And when I say try it, remember the key to these things, to these habits, is not to commit, okay? The key is to, to not to say I'm going to do this forever, is to say I'm going to try this experiment for for a week or for two weeks, okay? But then do it for those whole two weeks. And then after that, ask yourself, was this worth it? Was it not? Is this sustainable? Is it not sustainable? Can I tweak it? But I, again, I'd say that, you know, I've talked to a lot of people who have done similar practices that involve either gratitude on an uh, a non-consistent basis or gratitude practices that you do by yourself. I think those are better than nothing, but they're not the same as doing this on a regular basis with someone else. So find a gratitude accountability buddy. You can send them uh, the podcast, uh, I guess either when I first launched this experiment, uh, I'll include the links to all of them in the show notes or, or just explain it to them, uh, verbally and, and see if you can get someone who will participate with this, uh, in this with you for, uh, for two weeks. Okay. And then, uh, do it. And then, uh, if you, you know, report back to me, let me know how, how it turned out. Um, I also, so, in addition to thanking Levy and Tara Brach, I also want to take this as an opportunity to thank my patrons, which I haven't done in a long time. i I, I thank my patrons at the end of every episode, but I haven't thanked them by name. And uh, you know, people uh, people uh, participate and drop out, which is totally understandable. You know, different people have different uh, uh, financial needs. But uh, I want to thank my current forty one patrons on Patreon for um for supporting my tour content. And, uh, and these 41 patrons that I'm saying thank you to are Tamar, Isaiah, Isaac, Rafi, Aaron, Ed, Moshe, Esti, Dan, Gersh, Reed, Adam, Albert, Ezra, Yaakov, Donnie, Johnny, Terry, Jonah, Daniel, Yael, Shai, Frederick, y- uh, Yael, oh yeah, two Yael's, um, Yael W uh, and Yael S, uh, Jonathan, Rachel, Dan, Mayan, Panina, Alyssa, John, Stephen, Mayer, Ayala, Raf, Isamu, Mark, Oren, Isaac, K, Adam, A, John, and Kenji. Thank you so much for supporting my uh, uh, my tour content, and there are a number of you who support my tour content in other ways uh, through through uh, Zelle, through your your uh, donations and contributions. Um, again, I, I say it at the end of every episode, which I'll say uh, now in uh, <laughs> my impromptu way uh, that you know it really would not be possible for me to be making this tour content uh, without your support, without your financial support, both in order to up to do all the upkeep and labor involved in in the production of the tour in putting the tour content up there, but then also in terms of just like being able to make my own tour content, uh, and have the time to be able to do that. So, uh, thank you to all of you. And, um, that's it for today's episode. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you'd like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Toral Content Fund, my Venmo is at Matt-Schneewiss, and my Zelle and PayPal are matt Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast, and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Tor content for you. If you would like to sponsor a day, a day or a week's a day's or a week's worth of content, or if you're interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishneiwes at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.